What is up, friends? I just want to give a quick shout out to this week's podcast sponsor, Clarice Hicks with the Hauler program. Let me tell you really quick what inspired her. Her daughter had been getting bullied massively at school. Clarice went to the school looking for solutions and the school was found wanting. A few years later, another little boy who attended the school was being bullied. He ended up retaliating, but then taking his own life as a result. Clarice Hicks took massive action. She created the Holler Program, which stands for Honor, Observe, Listen, Learn, Elevate, and Reflect. This program is focused on positive experiences through innovative activities that focus on character, effective communication, and leadership building. She's located in Newport News, Virginia. She has a Facebook page, which is uh, psalmsandservice.com the holler, slash the holler program and she also has a Facebook page you guys I'm going to put both of those things in the podcast description you can go check her out Clarice if you're listening to this podcast today thank you for everything that you're doing in your community you are filling a massive void and we so much appreciate what you're doing and I just pray that God will continue to bless everything you put your hands to Clarice thank you so much for serving our community in this way Good morning, my wonderful friends. This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. By the time you hear this episode, it will be September 1st, 2021. This year is flying by, you guys. It's going so quick. But anyway, today I want to talk to you guys about God's grace in the last days. You know, in these end of days, God's grace for his people. And this is all stemming from a really... Um, awesome video that I watched the other day um, Eli Lasky his channel is called prophetic drive time I will put the link for that in the description he was talking about how Noah found grace and as I was listening to it you guys there was just some things that were coming to my mind and I was just like wow it was such a comfort to me and because it was such a comfort it just gave me so much strength I was like you know what, Lord I want to share this with other people because maybe there's other people out there who can relate to me and how I was thinking about it before this understanding or revelation, I guess, came. I guess I can't. Revelation. Of course it was revelation. I talk about it all the time, you guys. New aha moments, right? And it really was an aha moment for me. And uh, I want to share that with you guys. So before we get into it, let's go ahead and pray. Ah, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, that your spirit is in our hearts that you love us, Lord, that you care about us, that you listen to us, Lord, that you give us insight and wisdom and revelation, God, and you do it all through a thought process. Thank you, God, that you help us renew our minds in every area of our life, Lord, where we feel stuck and ashamed. Thank you, God, that we have everything that we need because you're inside of us. Thank you, Father, that you've given us your wealth, your treasures, your words, which will never pass away. It is such an awesome thing, Lord. And I just pray that you will guide and direct this conversation today. I pray that it would strengthen the hearts of the body of Christ. I do care about my brothers and sisters. I care about the church. I care about the condition that we are all in individually as well as how we work together as a body. And Lord, I just pray that we would all just be able to grasp your grace being with us in these end of days. 
And that we would just draw massive strength from that and we would build what you've called us to build. So I love you, Lord. Bless this conversation. And just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. Okay, you guys. So I was listening to Eli and he was reading some scripture and it was all coming from Genesis chapter six. And I highly encourage you to go back and listen to it if you can. It's about an hour long, but it will really bless you. And so anyway, I'm just going to read the scriptures to you guys. And then I'm just going to share my, my thoughts with you. So Genesis 6, 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved in his heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, creeping thing and the birds of the air. For I'm sorry that I have made them, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. This is the genealogy of Noah. Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God and Noah begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. All right, so I'm gonna kind of share with you guys what came to my mind as I was reading these scriptures yesterday. And it was short and sweet, but it was so comforting. And it was, the que- it was a question, right? What is the evidence that God will be with his people at the end of days before he destroys it for the same reason he did the first time, right? The end times will be like the days of Noah, but there will be a remnant that will find grace like Noah did. And I was just like, wow. You guys, we're dealing with the same thing. Do you think it's a coincidence that we are living in this time where we get the blessing to look back at how the world was, right? But this is the second time God's created the earth. He made one the first time he destroyed it. The blessing about us being able to look back on that is we get to study the attributes of God and how he dealt with people who were faithful, right? People who were following him. When you walked, when people who walked with God, right? You know, and then when you go down here to verse 22, it says, thus Noah did, semicolon, according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Verse, and then chapter seven, then the Lord said to Noah, come into the ark, you and all your household, because I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Do you guys, I've I've talked about this before, and if you read, I believe it's Romans chapter four, um, it talks about what righteousness is, it equates it to believing God, right? Abraham believed God, and it was credited to him as righteousness. And so that is how we become righteous, is by believing God. Let's go to Romans 4, 3. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Believing God is equivalent to being righteous in front of God. Because here's the deal. You can live by your thoughts. You can live by other people's thoughts or you can live by the thoughts of God. Right? God is spirit. And I was listening to a podcast that I did and I was almost kind of cringing a little bit because I could see where even my understanding is still growing. But I said something like, you know, it's not always spiritual. And what I meant by that, what I should, what I meant by that was, you know how sometimes like when people look at the church or they look at God, they sort of compartmentalize the Bible and, and the way he does things, right? But when I was talking, 
I was, I was talking about also how God gives us practical wisdom. But when you think about that, if you have practical wisdom in your life, it all started with a spirit. It all started with thought because that's what a spirit is, right? It's a thought, a will, and an emotion. Every area of your life is going to be ruled by your thoughts, your emotions, and your will, right? So, you know, not only do we have parts of us that are a little bit more, I would say, segregated in terms of maybe being a little bit more aware of, you know, God in this context of needing to be forgiven, right? And being sinner and that kind of stuff. And, you know, coming into the kingdom of heaven, becoming a son or his daughter, right? Okay. That when people think of spiritual, they think of that side of it to be a Christian. But what about when we look at our life as a whole? Is our life not dominated by thoughts, emotion, and a will that we have in all areas of our life, right? So our whole life is composed of the of the quality of our thoughts, you know, and how they impact us. And so we really, we're just, we are just spiritual beings when you think about it. You know, I used to hear people say that all the time and I'm like, what does that mean? But now I'm understanding more and more that we are just a spiritual being in a physical body, right? You are, you are a product of your thoughts and the quality of those thoughts and then how it impacts you, right? And how it makes you feel and then the decisions you make as a result. And so think about in your life how, you know, even I'm just talking to Christians especially, how you have, you're aware of God in one area of your life, but how, at, but at there's other areas of your life where you might still have some kind of bondage or some kind of burden. And, and that is where you also need new thoughts, right? You need new perspective. We need, we need new thoughts in every area of our life where we're feeling defeated, ran down, depressed, stressed. Anyway, though, you guys, I don't want to get off on that too much, but just, you know, just kind of thinking about how we are made in the image of God. We are spirits, just like he's a spirit. We have our own spirits, right? Before we came to know the Lord, the only voice that we lived by was either ours or other people's. We didn't know how to live by the voice of God because we didn't have the spirit of God, right? And it says that man cannot discern the thoughts of another man, another man, unless he has the spirit of that man. And that's in Corinthians, you know, I think it's second Corinthians two or something, but anyway, so just kind of thinking about that. And, you know, you are righteous by believing God. And so let's go back up here to, um, what I wanted to chat with you guys about. So, you know, what is the evidence that God will be with his people at the end of days? before he destroys it for the time for the same reason he did the first time right look at the parallels that there are but the first reason why the first time that god made the earth and what was going on the wickedness of man was great in the earth and every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually right are we not experiencing that now you guys come on look out in the world look what's going on look at all the things that have been exposed um on a super deep level you know ever since all this crap hit the fan back in 2020 right and it's going on all over the world. And, you know, so it's it's no different than it is today, than it was when God was grieved in his heart that he had created man, right? And so, so the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I've created from the face of the earth. We know the Lord's going to do that again. He talked about that. So this earth is going to be destroyed again. It's going to be destroyed with fire this time, not by water. Things are just going to be purified that way. And it talks about that, you know? And I remember 
you know, thinking about the last days and things going on and talk about tribulation, period, and what that's going to look like and this or that. And I can find myself as a Christian becoming very anxious. Like, Lord, what am I going to do? Right? Anybody um, listen to things go on and, and they're like, oh man, you know, like in this prepper mode, like doomsday preppers, you know, think about food supply, think about this, think about that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but have you ever looked at your resources and thought, Lord, I don't have money to do that. I'm, I'm just living day by day. Really? Anybody else out there with me in that way? Can you relate how you're living one day at a time? Right? And, if, and, and even though you are, God has taken such good care of you. You know what I mean? He's, he's provided for you. And so, you know, where was I going with that, you guys? Just realizing that sometimes I had found myself feeling kind of anxious about living in the end days. Like, Lord, you know, what am I going to go through? What's going to happen? Right? But look how God dealt with Noah, right? People who were walking with him. People who were righteous in God's sight by believing what God said. And you can tell if someone believes God by looking at the fruit of their life, right? Someone can give, you know, everyone says, oh, belief, you know, mental, aha, whatever. But, you know, I should do another podcast on belief one day. Let's, you know, we should talk about that. But, you know, we need to acknowledge um, that there should be an impact. There should be a result of what you believe. You know what someone believes, whether no matter what they say or not. You can tell by their habits that they have in their life, the patterns that they're in. You know, the fruit of their life. Do they have the fruit of the spirit? Are they full of anxiety, depression, stress? Right? Someone who says, oh, I believe God, but, you know, they're constantly struggling all the time. They're not growing. It's like, wait a minute. You might believe God to an extent, but there's, you need some light. You need some understanding. Maybe that person's stuck underneath blame, shame, condemnation, and judgment. Right? You know, isn't it funny how people say they believe God but you're not really seeing their authority in their life because they're so afraid to acknowledge the truth of their life, if that makes any sense. How many Christians would be willing to acknowledge that they don't always believe God? You know what I mean? Oh, I believe God, but, you know, anytime you throw a butt in there, you always know, okay, let's talk about that, right? <laughs> but anyway, you guys, I just, I just was so encouraged, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Right, So there will be a group of people that will find grace in the eyes of the Lord when we're in these times of, hey, he's like, stuff's going to end. You know, we know it's going to end. He talked about there's going to be signs. You know, and you guys read Matthew 25, read Revelation, you know. Um, actually, it's all over even in the Old Testament. All over the Old Testament. That reminds me, there was a scripture I wanted to share with you guys. Amos 3, 15 and 16, right? Um... Because even in the Old Testament, God's got the new second new earth, right? The one we're living in now. And he's still talking about, well, you know, we're going to have to do this thing again, right? Isn't that crazy? Third time's a charm, <laughs> you know? And that's why it's like he sent Jesus Christ. He's like, okay, maybe this will do it, right? Maybe this will work. Maybe if I send my son, then they'll listen, you know? But isn't it amazing how hard people can be, be so jaded, be so just depressed or miserable or blaming or whatever it is. You know, there's so many things that we can deal with that keep us separate from God, you know? And so the scripture I want to share with you guys, it says, 
uh, Amos 3, 4, 14. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and moon will grow dark and the stars will diminish their brightness. Hey, I'm doing something right now, you guys. The Lord also will roar from Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. The heavens and earth will shake, but the Lord will be a shelter for his people and the strength of the children of Israel. Right, so that's evidence again right there. These things are going to go on, but God will be the shelter for his people. He says, Jesus is your salvation, right? What is salvation? Any means of deliverance from danger, evil, or ruin. All I have to do is call upon him, you know, and uh, live live one one day at a time, right? You, you don't know what could happen today. You know, the Lord wants us to be faithful to him day by day by day. But anyway, you guys, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. And, you know, it says the earth was corrupt before God. The earth was filled with violence. Come on, you guys. We see all that kind of stuff go on, you know. But, and God says, and behold, I myself am bringing floodwaters on the earth to destroy from under heaven all flesh in which is the breath of life. Everything that is on the earth shall die. But I will establish my covenant with you and you shall go into the ark. You, your sons, your wife, your son's wives with you. Don't you love that? God has given us a covenant. He's given us a, a place of shelter, you know, in him, in, in Christ. You know, he's, he's our inheritance. And God has also given us something that we need to be building. And that could probably, that should be another podcast, you know. But we need to be about what God has put in front of us. And working on that and not getting distracted. And I'm going to stop right there, you guys, because like I said, there's a lot that I could say about that. There's some things I've been thinking about this morning kind of pertaining to focusing on the task that the Lord has given you. Because you guys, I'm telling you right now, I have found myself massively distracted with the things that are going on. You know, I got my YouTube channel shut down because I was sharing information with people, right? Trying to wake people up. But you know what, Ashley? It was like, when are you going to realize that, you know there's a time where you just let people be and you just move on with what you need to do. Right. And so, you know, I'll, I'll talk about that with you guys some other time, but anyway, I just wanted to show you guys that we're in a blessed time to be able to reflect on how God operated when he created the first earth. What were the conditions for it? And then what was the conditions for the people who believed God? Right. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. So have you, found God's grace in your life. He's come to give that to us, you guys. And have you truly found it? And that grace will sustain you no matter what's going on on the earth, right? God's going to God's God's going to, you know, protect us, you know? And so uh I just thought that was really awesome, you guys. You know, Noah walked with God. Are you walking with God? Are you believing God? All right. Is there evidence of you believing God in your life? And uh you know, are you asking him what you're supposed to be doing? You know, I've shared with you guys time and time again, if you really want to impact the world, all you got to do is let God pull you out of the shame hole that you find that maybe you find yourself in. Where do you experience shame, blame, condemnation, and judgment, you know, within yourself? Where do you need to have basically have your identity restored when you think about it? You know, where do you need healing in your life? And let God do that work in you. Let him let him heal you. Let him show his love to you. Let him let 
him be who he says he is. God is love. You need that within yourself. You know, especially in the long haul while we're seeing these things unfold and we're waiting and we're watching. You need to have that that love inside of you, right? That he gave, that he gives. And the only way you're going to be able to experience that is by being vulnerable and open yourself up to where you need that. Letting God show that to you, letting him heal you, letting him restore you. Start paying attention to the the things that he's put on your heart, the desires, the, the, the talents, the skills, right? Taking responsibility and excavating those things. And then starting to ask him, okay, Lord, where do you want me to invest these skills and talents? What do you want me to build? What do you want me to invest in? What do you want me to create? What do you want me to do, Lord? And that'll be your safety right there. It's pretty amazing. So anyway, you guys, um, that is pretty much it. I've really been thinking about kind of going back to the foundation of the podcast. Um, I'm going to start sharing some more things with you guys that I've been reading that have really given me some perspective in terms of, um, I'm going to say probably the emotional and mental health side of our lives. And, uh, you know, I want to share some things with you that I was reading in a book that I'm currently reading right now. And I want to start going back to, you know, talking about, you know, the, the boundaries of life and bonding and integrating God's grace, the real, the ideal, you know, facing ourselves, maturity, you know, I want to be able to kind of go back to that. I'm going, I want to go back to that stuff as well as, you know, I was thinking about maybe doing another life coaching course on here. You know, I told you guys, I'm super passionate about people establishing an identity and their character and their values. And so I want to go back to those types of conversations with you guys. Um, you know, this stuff I've been sharing with you lately is just stuff that I think about in the mornings when I'm spending time with the Lord, you know, and so, but I'm thinking about kind of what my heart is really on fire for, and that is just building people. You know, I want to see the body of Christ built up. I want to see people walk in their authority, and I just need to make sure that I'm actually, you know, giving you guys content that's kind of reflecting what I really, really want to do, you know, and uh, because I can get really distracted, as you guys know, I can talk about a lot of stuff, you know, and I definitely love this country and I love the United States. And at the same time, it's like, I don't want to waste too much time, you know, even revelations and you guys, I wasn't going to bring this up, but you know, it says, let the wicked be wicked, right? So what, what do we need to continue to move on with in our lives and, and sort of take our hands off of other things, you know, in a way. And, uh, you know, one of these days I'll, I'll break that down for you guys. Um, you know, some kind of a little more understanding of, of where I'm coming from in, in the context of my own life and some things that I'm kind of realizing with what I'm doing with this and, and the direction I need to be taking this thing. And, you know, but anyway, you guys, I hope this was encouraging. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord in the last days before God was going to flood and destroy the earth. It's no different for us today. The Lord gave us that story to strengthen our hearts, to look back on and say, Lord, as you were with Noah, you will be with me. And there are scriptures in here in Matthew 25 that I'll share with you guys really, really quick. When Jesus said it himself, he goes, but as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the son of man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. Then, okay, so it's going to be the same. He's comparing it. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Right? So as the days of Noah were, when Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord, so we will also find grace with the coming of the Son of Man. 
right? God will give us the grace that we need. He loves his children. He's going to protect his children. He's going to make a distinguish, distinguishing mark between his children. And however, he's going to do that, right? And um, we just got to say, okay, Lord, what have you given me to do? You know, he goes on and, and he talks about the kingdom of heaven is like, you know, the ten virgins. The kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. God has given you a measure of, of um, wealth, right? He's given you a measure of, um, he's entrusted something to you, talents. You know, you have something in you. You just, your responsibility is to find it. You've got to work through all the barriers that are within you. You need healing in your life first. You need to acknowledge what you need from God. You need healing, you need love, you need grace, you need understanding, you need wisdom. And then once that's taken care of, that emotional side of healing, the turmoil that we can find ourselves in, because sometimes this stuff can seem very overwhelming when you have not given your, your whole life over to him in that way. But if you get healing, you're gonna be on. You, you get healing, man. Anything's you're on, you're gonna be unstoppable, right? And uh, so get healed so you can be about your master's business, right? Because he is gonna come back one day, and uh, we want to make sure that we are, you know, wide awake and we're, you know, living in the grace that he's come to give us in this time, right? That's what he's come for. I've come to save. So we got to be living like we are saved by investing in the things he's given us to do. And if you don't know what that is, I just told you guys how to do it, right? So anyway, I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I look forward to, you know, continuing with you guys. Um, I feel like this is what the Lord's asked me to do, you know, build people. And that's my heart. I want to build people. And I hope this podcast is building you guys and giving you guys what you need so you guys can get out there and do the things the Lord's called you to do. So I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week. Um,